Crisito. Crisito. Crispito is not Crispito. Sounds like a whole Taco Bell menu. I love it. Uh, as we said the last episode, guys, um, it is, uh, he's hanging out with the wife. Yeah. Celebrating. He's going down, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, out to, to dinner. To party okay. town. There yes. you go. There you go. So we're going to run this again without Chris. And uh, as you know, we miss him already. Uh, Greg, so you want a fine job on the computers, man. I'm this trying. No, nah, there's no trying. You're doing great. Um, had a great episode, the last episode, so guys, go check that out if you want to get some fun information. Yeah, I talked about the subway shooting. Yeah, it's a lot of weird stuff, man. Yeah, the and, division uh, of race, the division of religion, uh, everybody is. Government involvement. Yeah, the right? media. Um, and it kind of ties into today a little bit, right? Like, the things that we deal with, you know, every single day. Like, we've been dealing with COVID. We've been dealing with closures and mandates and how much of it is the government doing it like what kind of stuff is happening behind closed doors there's been some new things that have come out relatively recently uh-huh that's got uh many people a brewing about the possibilities of what what it may be and uh you know you know uh i don't know where i fall in this yeah like you might be drinking snake venom Okay. Yeah, there you go, man. Let's throw it right out there. That's what it is. Um, it, yeah. So as you guys know, there's a lot of things trending. There's a lot of uh, on, especially on Instagram, uh, TikTok. Watch the water, you know. Watch the water. Um, and you know it's hard to ignore it. Uh, you you know it's definitely worth looking into, figure out what people are actually discussing, which is what we're gonna do today. Yeah. So before we get started, uh, go to partmyamerican.com, guys. Do it. Got some uh some stuff on there, some merchandise, all that stuff. Word around town, kind of gets the word out. Um, it's comfy stuff. You guys send us your pictures. If you guys are wearing it, watching our show, whatever, do we want to, we want to share your content as well. Right. Absolutely. Um, also Patreon members, huge part of the show is Patreon. We appreciate what everybody donates and, uh, you get the extra content. We try to make it as fun as possible. And, uh, it's very interactive. You can call us up on our, on our uh, $10 shows on, mm-hmm. on Friday nights. Super fun. One of my favorite shows. Absolutely. And then $10, we do a paranormal uh, Zoom call where we get to see you guys and, and interact with you guys. And Yeah, so, we got to start cranking those out here soon. Yep. Um, it's been a riot, man. And yeah, you guys help us, right? We have some issues with the with the gear. Um, because of you guys, we're able to quickly fix it and get everything back up and running. So thank you. Appreciate that. And like Greg says every time, the best way to help us out is subscribing, giving us reviews, you know sharing content absolutely yeah and just let whether, people know whether it be on rumble whether it be on youtube whether it be telegram on, where, where, where. Yeah, yeah telegram everywhere. so all that stuff helps us so uh let's get dived right into this right let's this dive is, deep into <clears throat> this guy when we started the last episode we immediately got comments we were, we were on youtube live we immediately get comments about because greg you were posting about this kind of stuff on telegram yeah and people were saying greg seems so excited about this it's going to be a fun conversation however with youtube and the way that it is you know we have to hold off until this beautiful second hour absolutely so you were showing me some stuff. I have seen videos of people sharing things about this. And um, there's, you know, we're going to dive into what it, it all means. 
or what people think it means. Um, what yeah. I've seen personally, because I didn't dive into the actual Stu Peters portion that you just showed me, mm-hmm. uh, was people saying that they're trying to like do, um, you know, Instagram lives or TikTok lives. They're putting uh, "Watch the Water" in the titles. They're getting uh, immediate notifications that there's banned words in this, right? Q, who knows what it, what it is? But there are people like there's there's a video of a guy who comes up and fills his water up, and he's like, uh, and he dumps it in the sink, and he's like, "I'll go get a beer." Oh my god! So, <clears throat> snake venom in your water. Well, so here here's the deal. Stu Peters had Doctor Artis, whatever that I, I don't know his first name, but. He, Dr. Artis claims that COVID-19 is not a respiratory virus, but it's instead a venom that is poisoning everybody. Okay, so let's kind of start this off by Dr. Artis. He is a chiropractor. Yeah, retired now, chiropractor. Now, I want to say this because I, I mean this whole lot. My wife works for a chiropractic clinic. Yeah. Um, Dr. Wes is uh, the, who's her boss, and I fucking love him. He's awesome. But as in any medical field... Okay, we want to want to preface this whole thing by saying that this guy is not trained in respiratory heart issues. He's a chiropractor. Yeah, so he, he's a chiropractor. He knows medical terminology. He's done the digging. He know he can read scientific literature. Sure, that is a talent that you would need to to kind of put these things together. Sure, right? Yeah, I agree. So with I that. give him all that, and he does make some good claims. So this this whole thing is. It's it's being tainted by poor correlations. Okay, there's there's correlations that are being overlapped. So he's saying that the effects on your body that are caused by snake poisoning or snake venom poisoning, specifically the the king cobra venom, are similar to that of COVID. So a COVID patient, the the disease ailments, the the um, indications, I guess are overlapping each other. So he's saying that looks to be like you got venom poisoning. Those who have COVID, Hmm. those people who are dying, right? And he throws out a lot of evidence and some of it is, is valid. So when he starts talking about remdesivir, I I agree with his analysis of remdesivir. I think that it's a poor treatment for long-term COVID. Like, if you are in the late stages, I guess I should call it late stage. If you're in the late stage of COVID, remdesivir has proven not to be very successful. All righty? Yep. And it leads to people getting put on a ventilator, and then they ultimately just die. Yes. But what is approved for now is early-term treatment. I still don't agree with taking that, okay? I'm just going to throw that out there. But that's what it's approved for. And he even goes in, and he has a little Dr. Brian Artis. Starts crying when he starts talking about how it's the only approved medication for children 12 and below. It's the uh, it's the only uh, approved treatment, I guess. And how remdesivir works is you get this shit pumped into your veins, bro. It's like a, a multiple day thing. It's like a three day thing. It's not easy to go through I mean, the is treatment. It, is it like, obviously it's not the same, but is it like a um, blood transfusion? Yeah. Okay. It's like that. It's like multiple hours. Yep. You're sitting on a for machine three days. And pumping it through. Whereas um, he's saying that monoclonal antibodies, he wasn't a, he wasn't for those in the beginning, but he changed his mind after his friend texted him. One night, his friend, a doctor, right? This I guess this doctor knows his shit. Assuming, Te- assuming, you know. But the the friend said, uh, "Would you take anti venom if you were bitten by a snake?" 
And he's like, eh. so the guy texted him on December 1st and he didn't read it until December 18th, mm. which, which he, which he made a point of, by yeah. mind you. And I'm just like 18 minus one is 17, which is a whole freaking Q thing. So this, this is a getting out there, but the whole, the whole premise of Stu Peters is he's been against this Q movement and just anything Q, right? Mm-hmm. He said that Q was taken over. He has it on telegram. He has videos saying, Q has been, is a psyop. It was taken over by the deep state and all this other shit. And now you guys are going to come to me. You're going to come back to me. You'll come back to me because uh, you'll want the truth. And I'm telling the truth and all this stuff. But now you're naming this documentary interview, Watch the Water, which is infamous Q post, right? People say it all the time for referencing Q stuff. And now you have this guy saying it took him 17 days to read this Text message. I'm like, come on, bro. That's a little. Could just be my brain putting those two things together. But nonetheless, back to monoclonal antibodies real quick. He says that monoclonal antibodies, he started researching those. He just, he said, so I got out of the shower and I went and looked on the internet. Monoclonal antibodies are anti-venom. And, you know, polyclonal antibodies are, you know, all these stuff. So he's, he's basically saying that. Snake anti-venom is monoclonal, polyclonal antibodies. Mm -hmm. But there's there's monoclonal antibodies, polyclonal antibodies that are not for snake venom. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he but he's equating that's all all they are. That's all they are. It's just one, you know, it's a magic bullet, whatever. But now all of a sudden he is for this because the FDA, the CDC, you name it, who they're all against monoclonal antibody treatments. And he he referenced a man saying, whatever the CDC says, don't trust him. Whatever the F- FDA says, don't trust him. Whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, I, you know, I don't necessarily disagree with a lot of that. You know, there's been a lot of shady advice coming from the WHO. Right? They change their mind every now and then. Plus, they're bought out. Everybody's bought out over there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But his deal is, they don't like monoclonal antibodies because they actually work and they help people get better. Mm-hmm. Regeneron is a monoclonal antibody. Trump took Regeneron. Joe Rogan took Gen- Regeneron. Yeah. People take this stuff and they get better. My only thing is Dr. Artis was saying that they have been, you know, poo-pooing the monoclonal antibodies this whole time, but that's not true because they've been approved. They were, uh, they got the preemptive approval. What the hell is that called that the vaccine has? It's it's not actually approved right now, but what's it called? Yeah. I, pre-approval, whatever yeah, the fuck. I know, FDA I know, pre-approval. Yeah. The same thing happened with monoclonal antibodies, and that's how Trump got to... I mean, Trump took it before it was pre-authorized or yeah. whatever the fuck that word is. Um, Joe Rogan took it when it was already pre-approved, right? So I'm just saying that these things were out there, now he did accurately state that in January 2021 they like just cut off all monoclonal antibody access. Yeah, remember they were limiting it in Florida because DeSantis was all about it. Yeah, and that was to me that was more of a play on DeSantis more than the effectiveness of it because uh, I could I could see um, DeSantis doing that to make them do that. You know what I mean? Maybe, but Florida was using it pretty heavily. Yeah, I know. You know, people were sick. They were using it. They were getting people healthier quicker. And uh, the government decided to 
not take it from them, but basically limit them so that they could quote unquote spread it around evenly. Well, because and then they were taking all, you know, it, it's and then it's supposedly there's studies that came out saying that it they don't work for uh, Omicron or Omicron, whatever the mm. fuck it is. So that's why they stopped using it because Omicron was the the most potent. So we we got a lot of info that we're kind of throwing right now. You're you're saying a lot of stuff, and it's really important stuff. But I kind of want to go back real quick and and just kind of emphasize in layman's terms what all this is about, what the watch the water thing is, because all this stuff is important. What you're saying, but I think what what is the ultimate like message that's being spread right now? They're saying that like this could ultimately be snake venom, There's snake venom in the water, and that he was tying uh, Doctor artist was tying the fact that there's these certain water areas that you know get tested treatment treatment centers and that they could test it and within five days could tell you know people that oh there's going to be an outbreak in covid yeah um but he's basically saying that it's spreading spreading in the water Uh, that's what they're using he's like i knew it i knew it as soon as i saw it that's what it was well no he said that he knew it because he watched an episode of the blacklist blacklist and there a guy was you know oh he fell over dead basically yeah because he drank and he's like i knew it at that point that this was what it was i'm like okay okay um slow the roll just a tad here slow the roll people are concerned maybe they should be maybe they shouldn't be Mm -hmm. um i've had covid twice i'm assuming you have had covid yeah i had a pretty rough stint with covid and uh i will say that we just kind of did a dive before the show. We were looking up, like, what does snake venom do? What is the, how does it react with the blood? Um, what's the, what, what does snake venom do in water? Yeah. Does it's it dissolve it's in soluble. water? It's a soluble. However, we found a bunch of articles. And I'm, and this one that we have up here, which we can show in a second here. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that this source is your best source. Okay. It's uh, what if, you, you know, what, what is it? What if you.com? Mm-hmm. What if you.com? What if, what if the what show. if show.com? Regardless of whether this particular thing is perfect, what I will tell you is in the five or six articles that we have went through, all saying the same shit. This yeah. just happens to break it down a little bit better than the other ones. For sure. And it's, you know, this is just the beginning of it, right? Yes. Yeah. So ultimately, we like, we don't have to digest this completely, huh? you know? Uh, but what it's telling you is that what snake venom does is it comes from the bite. It comes from going into your bloodstream. Injected. Injected into you. The snake penetrates your skin, goes directly into the bloodstream, and it, it's a blood thinner. I mean, it, it basically takes your blood. I mean, you can actually see microscopic views of what it does to blood. It's fucking bananas, bro. I For mean, sure. It's, it's very, very dangerous. And it does different things depending on the venom, right? This- different venom has different results in the body. Yeah, there's obviously multiple different snakes and yeah. severities of, of venom in each one. Mm-hmm. But they did say, uh, there's some levels to this, but they did say that drinking it, they, they actually talk about snake bites can be dangerous, but if you decide to drink the venom, the story would take a different turn. Snake venom is not the same as poison. The protein-based toxins of snake venom need to get into your bloodstream to cause substantial damage. If you swallowed it, your stomach acids and digestive enzymes would likely break it. It could be as if you never took a sip. So, my thing would be, and just we're, we can break this down some more, and I know this is something I think in your area, Greg, 
you know a lot more about like the body than I do. I, I can I can step back and say I'm not as you know as far as uh, you know. I know there's two genders, but hey, um, are you sure? I'm positive. Uh, I'm gonna be Doctor Artist. I'm positive. Prove it. <laughs> but the bo- bottom line is, is people are saying that this could have, or he was saying that this could have been put into the water supply, which is why it was able to spread so fast. And it makes perfect sense to him. Why so? But my thing would be, um, you know, you can drink this supposedly from multiple articles and really have no effect. If it was to seep into your digestive system for some way or another, you would have effects for sure. Some of it saying, you know, what, five to 10 hours of issues, you know what I'm saying? And up to weeks for nervous, nervous system damage. Um, I just don't know that this is what it is, man. Yeah, so um, this article says drinking a shot of venom might not give you the same painful results as pouring it into your open wound. Obviously, that would be a blessing. But it wouldn't be harmless. Some could still make its way through to your digestive system and into your bloodstream. All right? Yeah. And now he, he does talk about the neurotoxic venom from cobras. And I believe it does talk about the cytotoxic, cytotoxic venom from cobras. I do well. want to point out something, though, just as a totally random fucking thing. Yeah. This particular one here, that it says, if you ingest neurotoxic venom from a cobra or mamba. Mamba. Who's mamba? Fucking Kobe, dude. Kobe Bryant. Black mamba. When did, when did COVID break out? Right after he died. What does Kobe mean in Hebrew? I don't remember the exact. I don't even want to say it because I don't Kobe. remember. Kobe. Kobe beef. Kobe and COVID were the same thing. Remember mm-hmm. that meme going around? We did a little video. On so, it. sure. We could be, what I'm trying to get at is, is obviously you could make a bunch of ties. What if it's the black mamba neurotoxin, dude? I don't know. It's a lot of black mambas. You got to be, uh, you got to be milking. Yeah, that's true. That says, what does this say here, Dave? Um, it says, uh, so as far as the Cobra ba- uh, mamba and your stomach acid didn't break it all down. So they're saying if you drank it and it didn't yeah. break it down. This venom would start to block or overstimulate your nervous system. Okay. This could lead to reduced eye movement, Mm -hmm. droopy eyelids, Mm -mm. and difficulty talking, swallowing, and breathing. Now. Kind of like that Bell's palsy? Well, you know, but that's that's pretty distinct. Um, And they're saying droopy eyelids. They're not saying faces. What does that mean? Neurological effects were the number one effect coming from the vaccines. vaccines. Yes. Um... So that's it. That's the thing, too, because when we were having a discussion between me and you, I was like, well, I had COVID and, and at no point and I, I granted I've never been bitten by a snake, but at no point did I feel like, oh, this is like a snake bite. You oh, know, yeah. um, I, I, there's videos, um, especially if you watch the uh, Discovery Channel, Animal Planet shit like there's snake handlers, they get bitten. Yeah. Um, and I've seen videos even in India and stuff where children are around cobras and shit and they get bitten. Uh, I mean, it is such a fast progression you know what i'm saying like if it's you quick. do not get that anti-venom in you that's because that's injected it's injected but what i'm saying is though it, it what if it was in the in the vaccine is i guess what i'm saying not so in the, the water so this is what this is what kind of made the whole Stu peters dr brian artist interview kind of challenging to decide where the hell he was going with it because first he's talking about it's in the water and then he's talking about it's in vaccine as well and what else could it be in, right? He said also remdesivir was lyophilized snake venom. <laughs> so he's saying all of this shit. He's saying that the COVID itself, the spike comes from the snake venom. 
The shot is also comes from the snake venom. And remdesivir, the treatment in hospitals, is also coming from snake venom. So there's three different sources that I've identified from this interview, right? The shot and the remdesivir are immediately in your system. So the remdesivir makes sense. Like, it would, it would cause some shit to happen. It's, it's immediate. These people die. People are not dying immediately after they get the shot. But here's the thing. They get the shot in the muscle. Mm-hmm. not directly into your bloodstream. Some have theorized that if a nurse screws up and goes into a vein or an artery, then it could kill you. And that's one thing. Yeah, but... I, but it would be immediate, like you said. I'm just saying, like, a snake bite, like the two fangs, right? They're they're hitting you at, at any point of your body. Whatever's available for them to attack, they're going to hit it, right? They're not aiming for a vein. They're not aiming for a... Like, they're just fucking going for your shins. Exactly. So, but the, my, my thing is, is, it's just going in. It's likely to... Even if it goes into your muscle, that venom is going to do Oh, you're damage. right, you're right, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, a shot is the same as a fucking fang. Yeah, it's be going in. A matter like, of an hour or yeah, less. Yeah, that'd be like, well, 25% of the time you get bit by snakes, it's effective and it can kill you because they miss your veins. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just it's going into your body and it's causing damage right away. Yep. And so well, so going back to drinking it real quick. Yeah. Because you brought this guy up, this guy down here, who's been drinking it for years. No, he's, a bit, he's actually been injecting it. So in ingesting. It says ingesting. Well, I, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he's actually putting it into his veins. I've actually read this guy before. I could be wrong, huh. uh, but it, I could be wrong. But regardless, um, Steve Ludwin, uh, Ludwin uh, claims here he's been ingesting venom. It says ingesting venom could play a role in developing human-derived antivenoms. Ooh. Rock and roll musician Steve Ludwin has been ingesting deadly snake venom in various ways for 30 years. He started this to see if he could become immune. Yes. Why? <laughs> it says after years of drinking this stuff, his body developed an antivenom. Antivenom typically comes from horse blood. Oh, what? Okay. A horse, of course. Some snake bite victims die before their bodies reject it. So a human-derived option is important. Um, if you're into dangerous cocktails, remember the, the development of antivenom is expensive and not a priority for many pharmaceutical companies. Oh, drinking venom simply wouldn't be worth the risk. So... Uh, one other thing that you pointed out, we're, there's still so much to talk about, and yeah. I, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not. I got to be honest, I'm not buying this all that much right now. I'm certainly not going to dis, just remove this out of the equation. That's a whole other thing, too. But I mean, um, you know, you brought up a good point in the video where Stu was talking to Doctor Artist. There, they he showed this like dramatic. It's always the music and the fucking dramatic. Very dramatic. It's, yeah. it's a little like okay. Um, but they they ran a clip where they were um testing water. From the faucet with these uh, test kits. And they were coming up positive. Yeah. But you were like, dude, um, you were talking about how the test kits were false positives and a bunch of bullshit and they don't work. Now you're using it as a as a way to prove your point. Yeah. And to be fair, those videos were using the rapid antigen test underneath yeah. the water, which have been proven to be very, very uh, inaccurate. High, like, high likelihood of false positives. Yeah, it's very inaccurate. But... In the clip, let me see if I can get this clip up about um, the PCR tests for for testing actually the the water. Okay, because he was saying that the water treatment plants were using the PCR tests, and the CDC gave the it, you know the the PCR test blah blah blah, 
I'm like, well, the PCR tests, how are they going to test water without ramping it up the cycles? Because they were full of shit. The PCR tests are full of shit. And so I'm saying they actually work now? Walensky did. So hold on just a second here. I'm going to try to um, get this on screen for y'all. Okay. Here we go. All right. Walensky did of the CDC that they're now upping their water testing. They say and have been reporting to media outlets that how it works is they are PCR testing our wastewater. Because we, as we get COVID-19, are pooping it in the water, and we're going to test our wastewater, and we can tell a city when there's high amounts of SARS-CoV-2 in the water, they can actually tell that same community four or five days later is going to be an outbreak of COVID-19 in that city. Wait a minute. That's backwards. That is completely backwards. Walensky did of the CDC. Yeah. So... The PCR test I thought was junk. So now you're you're saying that it can accurately test water samples to predict an outbreak in a city, and they're going to use that to I just I can't get on that train, bro. You know, like the whole like shitting, like like okay. First of all, we we have discussed this before. We have talked about this. They have been doing that. There is definitely, I mean, even like dumping medications down the toilet, urinating after you're heavily medicated. All that stuff alters the water. Yeah. But it's such a, my, my, I guess my question, I'm not going to say I'm right on this. I'm not going to be Stu Peters here and just be like, I know. Yes. Okay. Yes, you're right. Uh, yes. Dr. Artis, I know. I am, I am right on this one. That is accurate. Um, I just feel like it's such a small amount that why is it that like, this is an issue with like flu season that the drinking water causes us, you know, with the flu. Spreads through the water. Uh, why is it that people aren't having side effects? I mean, I'm sure there's some, obviously, but with medications that are be put, putting in the water, you know, different. Uh, di- there's a ton of stuff that's in the water. Why is this one the only one that's breaking through and actually causing outbreaks? Dude, absolutely. That doesn't make sense to me. And so that's what I want to know is um, how is this? How is this happening? How is this occurring? How are they dumping this in the water? Is this going through these water treatment plants? If so, where? Which ones? When? When are they doing this? By who? How are they not getting caught? Um, not only that, but what is the dilution? How much are they putting in the water? He doesn't answer any of that. Even uh, in the follow-up, he had a, he had a follow-up interview today, and I got to say this because people were saying, "Hey, just watch the follow-up interview." He answers a lot of questions. No, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't. Okay. He did not answer how they put it into the water. I haven't seen it. So he I'm, basically I'm, said, if you go against me, then you're you're basically saying you're agreeing with the CDC. See, that's fucking wrong. Exactly. That's fucking wrong. That, it, it, uh, I'm sorry, but... <laughs> the, the, you know, we, I've had this talk before about, like, this the tribalism of it. Yeah. Like, it is... There's nothing wrong with discussing a topic that's coming up and disagreeing with it. You don't have to be based in order to, like... You're not based if you don't follow this. Like fucking Stu, I'm sorry, dude. I don't I don't fucking know you from the wind, bro. I know you've listened. I know we have listeners that listen to him. I don't give a fuck. Well, it, so my deal with Stu is that interview was a softball, bro. Yeah, but that but what did I say when we were watching it together? You said I, was just I, I like don't, I don't like that because he's not he's being a little too 
Yes, yes, of course, yes, you're yeah, right. Yeah, and see, that's the thing, man. It's like, you know, when you're having a discussion and when you're, when you're talking about, especially when you're talking about things that there really is no answer to right now. Mm-hmm. We, on this podcast, we've had hundreds of episodes now. We have many topics that me and you do not agree on. Many yeah. topics that Chris and me do not agree on, or you and Chris do not agree on. And the one thing that I have, like, always been for, and you as well, is that, like, we don't want to show that we're just sitting here jerking each other off, trying to make it, you know, Greg, absolutely, Greg. Oh, yeah. What? Yes. And that's where I fucking, when I see this kind of crap, I just, I have to kind of fucking push it off because those people that are, that, like, if you say something, I'm like, yep, <laughs> yeah, 100%. Oh, that is fucking you, weird. So usually you do that with comedy skits. Yes. Like the yes and move is something you learn in improv school where it's like, this is funny. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, oh, your tire's flat. Yes. And yeah. look at this bundle of wood over here. You know, yeah. it's like that kind of shit where you build on it. But it's like everything that Dr. Artist said, um, you know, he'd ask a question. He'd be like, absolutely. Stu Peters would That's be like, crazy. Yeah. That's all backwards. Yeah. Like it's just, you know, it's very formulated. And so, I, listen, I'm not disagreeing with him. Yeah, I want to be very clear. Like, I'm not saying that Doctor Artist is wrong here. I, I, but what I am saying is, for you to come out, man, as a chiropractor, who dug, which is great, it's good to dig, but for you to come out and say, I knew I was right when I saw that episode of, of the Black, Black Mirror, <laughs> Blacklist, Blacklist. It, it, you know, that's like me, like, dude, when I watched Friends the other day, I knew it. Yeah, I just knew it because this one thing they said. Chandler grabbed Monica's breast and I said, that's it. Don't say that. Don't say I know. I knew I was right. We're proven right. You know how many times I've seen? This is my biggest thing. And you guys know I've been, I've been pretty critical over the years about, about Q yeah. and the movement. The reason that I get critical about it is there's people who come out and they say, we've been proven right now. We are proven right. And that means nothing. What you're saying means nothing. What do you mean you've been proven right? Where's the document still? Because so-and-so said something that kind of fits into your narrative, and all of a sudden you are 100% right. And now you got people who are coming out here being like, uh, quite honestly, panicking about the goddamn water. Yeah, they're not drinking it. Uh, now, I'm not saying water is great. Tap water, man. I mean, it is what it is, uh, dude, bro. There's a study out that says that there's some shit in there. that. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, bueno. I'm not talking about tap water is the the holy grail. We got some clean-ass water compared to some parts of this world. I can tell you yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But m- my point is, is there are people that are diving on this stuff when people say this. You know, and, and mm-hmm. Stu has a lot of weight on him, just like we do. And, and Steven Crowder does and Tim Poole does. What you say means something to people. Okay, they listen to you. Yeah. So I just, what I don't like about this entire thing, and I'm sorry for this rant, but what I don't like about it is I don't like the for sure's. I don't like it because you don't know for sure that there's any venom in anything. Well, and so for him to say, if you disagree with me, then you're agreeing with the CDC. That's just as bad as the fucking CDC. Yes. Don't you get that? Yes. It's the same fucking principle. Saying that trust the science, that's what came out of your mouth. Trust my science. Because I'm right, and those people are wrong. And if you don't trust me, then you you trust, you trust the CDC. Which is, uh, you're playing people. You're playing them. Because now they're going, why that, I don't trust the CDC. That is ultimately CDC. why I question this. Because this this whole episode of Stu Peters has over, probably by the time you're listening to this, 2 million views. Over 2 million, for sure. Yeah. 
And if you look at all of the rest of his episodes, you're looking at like 40,000. I mean, he he has some really good pull on sure, Rumble, man. right? We're nowhere near that. No, but I'm saying this one episode blew. Mm-hmm. It blew up. And you just have to ask why. Yeah, but you, so you, uh, well, so let me, let me just ask, uh, follow up on this because with the water thing, that's what I was going to say. Though. Stu you Peters had him back on today. Yeah. He had him back on today and was asking him follow-up questions because people were saying, okay, if it's in the water, why aren't my kids getting sick, bro? There's not, I mean, why are kids not getting That's COVID? That's what Stu said. No, people were saying oh, people that. people were saying, okay. All right. And so, but Stu followed up. He's like, I've been getting this a lot, so you need to follow up with these questions. He's like, why is, why are your kids not getting sick? And Dr. Artis just went on to say, well, you know that, Kids have the highest level of melatonin in their body or blah, 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 or melanin or melatonin, I believe. And he used the, the, the nicotinamide or acetylcholinamide that the receptors that the snake venom attaches to, the melatonin blocks the snake venom from attaching to those receptors. So higher, higher levels of that substance, that hormone in children's bodies is why the snake venom doesn't impact them. So when it says that it's, see, it's okay. But so, some kids do get COVID. Uh, dude, I've, that's why I just said a couple minutes ago. Do they have that, just low levels of melatonin? Or yeah, but I, I don't even know if I buy that. I mean, like I said, there was some videos I was watching months ago before any of this was even a relevant thing. You know, in India, there was a kid that just watched a video where he reached his hand into a bag. It was like a, you know, CCTV style thing. Yeah. Reached his hand into a box. It was clearly like a Cobra, you know, like the woven containers. Fucking got bit, bro, and just fucking went down. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. his parents were ch- running off with his body and shit. He wasn't dead. I don't I don't know if he died, actually. But my point was he wasn't dead at the time. But I'm saying, like, if that was the case and kids are immune to fucking snake bites, I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, it's it's so diluted. And that's the thing is like he's saying that it's so diluted that it, it, over time when you build this up, it's going to attach to those receptors in your brain. And bada bing, bada boom, blah blah blah. But he also said today, um, backing up this claim of the water, right? Like, how do you know it came from the water? They asked him, or uh, Stu Peters asked him. How do you know, how can you prove that it's in this water? And he, Dr. Artis, referred to this study in 2005, which he also referred to with rats. Okay, he's referring to a study on rats ingesting this snake venom and the effects that it had on them. Mm. And we are not rats, people. No. Our digestive systems are so much more complex than a fucking rat. So you cannot equate the two. And, and you would never do that. You would never say, oh, this happens to a rat, so it happened to me. No. No. That's not how it works, bro. Like, yeah, it's a sign. Okay, yeah, it happens in mammals. But not every mammal will react the same. That's why you do animal testing. Mm. You don't just test on rats. You don't just test on mice. You got to up the game a little bit. You're going to test on something else. So he never answered how and when and where, how much, who, like all of the investigative questions, the who, what, where, when, why, he never answered that about how it gets in the water, bro. Yeah, but see, the problem I have is, is he has, there's no reason for him to be answering anything. 
Yeah. Like uh, what I mean by that is that there's, there's a lot of great podcasts. There's a lot of great people, a lot of great information out there and all of them dig. And I think that's amazing, right? Uh, That's what we want. We want you to dig. We want you to start surfacing things, sharing information that way other people can go ahead and further the cause and dig farther and open up this chain. But what you don't see from most of these podcasts or most of these people that you may be listening to other than us, if you're listening to us, is they're not saying they're not going on on Infowars and they're not saying this is what it is. Exactly. And it's, that's it, where I have the problem is if you were to come out and say, listen, man, hey, here's the deal. I'm a chiropractor. I got this text message, started digging and I find some weird shit. And, uh, you know, I don't know what to think of it. This is what I know. This is what I think is uh, weird anomalies to the whole situation. What do you think? Like, hey, let's dig some more on this. Let's learn some more about this. Now, could you could you blame that on the editor, the person who edited that interview? But that this is now his second interview. Yeah. And had he heard the first interview and felt like he was taken out of context, that's on you, buddy, to fix that. You went back on the show and you did not one time. So I didn't watch it, so I'm, I'm assuming. You did not one time no, come out and say that, no, you, you misrepresented what No, I the said. first thing out of his mouth when he came back on the show would be like, hey, you guys, this is my opinion and my theory. I am not right. I am not proving anything. So he said that. No, that's what he should have said. Okay. But he did not. He did not. So this is a big. But that's what I'm saying. There is a responsibility to this yeah. whole thing. And this is where we as just dudes doing this show that we love to do, we talk to each other after the show, before the show, between episodes, during the week. And we say like, hey, man, we have. You know, especially when it's sensitive topics, like we got to make sure that we're not saying something that we're we're not sure of. Obviously, yeah, because people tend to grab onto things and they run with it. It's good to share information that you've dug. That is the point of all of it. It is not good to make bold statements and and make claims that you are correct. And if you're not correct, you you're you're a fucking CDC puppet. Yeah, exactly. Because that sounds eerily similar to everything else we've heard over the past couple of years with Trump. If you're not. If you're not against Trump, you're a Russian asset. If you're not with Q, then you're fucking deep state. That right? Shit, right? I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, we're we're going to keep going on this. But first, yeah. guys, we got to talk about Aura. Yes. Um, you know, the internet has connected us with the latest news, long-distance friends, funny animal videos. I don't know about animal videos, but fun videos. Nevertheless, TikTok's been great. Fun. Unfortunately, it also connects us with hackers and cyber animals. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's cyber animals. Cyber animals. Uh, cyber criminals, actually. You freaking crazy animal. Aura protects you from the worst of the internet so you can still enjoy the best of it all, right? Oh, yes. Aura provides digital security protection to keep your online finances, personal information, and tech safe from online threats. It's an all-in-one protection from identity theft, financial fraud, malware, scam sites, and so much more. Yeah, crazy stat, guys. Every 10 seconds, someone becomes a victim of fraud or identity theft. What's worse, 23% of those people don't get their money back, right? So mm. they do offer a $1 million identity theft insurance, like, like we've said before, um, all in which will help you, makes the process very easy. It makes you feel rest assured that one way or the other, you will be taken care of in a timely manner, right? Absolutely. All right. So for a limited time, guys, Aura is offering our listeners a 30-day free trial. When you visit Aura.com slash pardon, go to Aura.com slash pardon to get complete protection, huge savings. And that 30-day free trial. That's A-U-R-A dot com slash pardon or the new standard in digital security. Absolutely, man. And also, guys, we have another sponsor that we uh, I like personally the most, I'm sure, because I'm, I'm Lucy, a user. You Lucy! Lucy! Uh, look, we're all adults here. Uh, I know some of you choose to use nicotine to relax, focus, just unwind after a long day. 
Lucy is a modern oral nicotine company that makes nicotine gum, lozenges, and pouches for adults who are looking for the best, most responsible way to consume their nicotine. It's a new year. Why not start it out by switching to a new nicotine product that you can feel good about? Uh, I personally use this product. Okay. You do? All the guys here have tried it. They all like it, but they're not they're not me. Okay. And me is a guy who buys multiple cans of nicotine a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I have multiple favorites. There's some that I don't like. There's some I do like. I got this one. They sent us uh, a good little sample box when we first started with them. And I got to tell you, I fucking love it. I love it. It's high quality stuff. It lasts a long time. The flavor stays there. The flavors are delicious. Uh, despite the fact that I don't even like flavored nicotine all that much. Go give it a try. Um, they have all different ranges depending on if you're low level and you just need a little bit. If you want a lot, they have up to, I think, 12 milligrams, which is outstanding. Um, very good quality product. Reasonable price. And what's one thing we don't say much is that you can actually get this delivered to you monthly. So you don't need to do those late night Minimart runs. You ran out of uh, pouches. No, they'll send you logs. They'll send you whatever you need. That way you're ready to go at all times. And then they'll just auto ship you every month. Yeah. So it's great stuff, man. Um, you know, right now, if you guys go to uh, lucy.co and use the, uh, the uh, promo code PARDON, you will get a little discount. Uh, and it spreads the love, right? Uh, between this and Aura, guys, this helps us out tremendously. We are so fortunate that both these companies decided to sign on with us even longer. And that is thanks to you guys giving it a try. Do it. And for what I hear, liking it. So go check it out. Oh, uh, yeah. Lucy.co. Use that promo code PARDON. Okay. Now, so getting back into this, I did find an article from The Defender. All right. And um, I know I think Jordan Sather uh, put this out on his Telegram. And I, th- so The Defender, I think this is Children's Health Defense. Or this is just their news. Um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. All right. So this is saying watch the water right on Remdesivir, but snake venom theory is a stretch. Okay. So. While it's true that some overlap between the effects of poisonous peptides present or present in the snake venom and those of SARS-CoV-2 spike protein, claiming that COVID is ultimately derived from snake protein or a snake venom is a poorly substantiated hypothesis. Mm. And you have this Steve Kirsch, the executive director of the Vaccine Safety Research Foundation, took issue with some of Artis's statements. We agree that there is evidence. That the virus is similar to snake venom, Kirsch wrote on his substack. But as for the other assertions, such as it's a poison that spread through the water, I'm not buying it. And what Steve Hirsch, or Kirsch further says on his substack is, do I think it's a poison rather than a virus? No. You can't get poisoned from another person through, con- or through close contact like at a party. More importantly, if it is a poison, this would have been discovered by now by someone. Also, poisons don't replicate over time, so the, quote, viral load won't increase over time. I'm not buying it. If it's a poison, why would a treatment like fluvoxamine be so effective? And then he says, do I think it spread through the water? I doubt it. The virus has spread worldwide. It would take massive coordination to poison water supplies all over the world and not get caught. Artis conflates the CDC-sponsored testing of municipal wastewater for COVID with the water we drink. Do I think the virus is related to snake venom? Yes. We've been talking about that for over a month internally. I don't think this part is controversial. Dr. Tao Braun was discussing the similarity or similarities to snake venom in late 2020. 
Righty. So there is some like, and, and trust this guy as far as you can throw him as well, right? Well, yeah, this Steve Kirsch guy. But Vaccine what I will Safety say is, Research Foundation. Uh, what you had mentioned earlier, it goes against like everything that we've seen. We've all fought and argued and debated about all the possibilities over the course of this past year and a half. What this all means. It goes against everything that we've... Well, I'm just saying, like, we, we've we talked about, like, whether this was a extreme flu, the severity of things, like, what's the proper procedures, like, everything. Yeah. What we have seen, though, is, like, it is spreadable. I mean, there's no doubt about it, bro. Like, I, I came back from Texas. Yeah, I you was, gave me COVID. And I think I gave you COVID. Yeah, you did. But it's the point is, is, like, you see outbreaks when you have events or something. We've seen that. That would be no different than the flu, correct? Yeah. But, like, drinking something would be everyone. You know what I'm saying? Like there would be like, I got it. My, my brother, when I first initially got it, my brother-in-law had it mm-hmm. and we all got it. Thanksgiving, man. My wife got it. My, and it's like, I guess you could make the case that we all drank the tap water, but we didn't, you know what I'm saying? We didn't all drink tap water that night. Yeah, exactly. So I just like, there's some things that don't connect and we can all disagree and agree about what COVID really is and what it's all about. But this one I'm really struggling with. Really, really struggling with this. I think it's good, and I like like this guy said. Like, are there some things? Remdesivir, sure, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, going back to this, the the defender, um, Steve, they say that Artis is correct at pointing out that remdesivir is a dangerous drug that has undoubtedly caused and contributed to many COVID deaths. As early as November 2020, the World Health Organization recommended against the use of remdesivir, regardless of disease severity, regardless of disease severity, because there was no evidence that the drug improved outcomes. Although the expensive drug was widely reported to be ineffective, its harmful effects were downplayed by the mainstream sources. Mm -mm. But I did find an article that they they brought back remdesivir. It was revived. Mm-hmm. It's like an NPR thing. Um, so what about those snakes? This thing says venom from poisonous snakes such as the cobra or crate exert their devastating and immediate effects on human physiology by attacking our central and peripheral nervous systems and or our ability to form blood clots. Like you said, it's a blood thinner, right? It's, you know, it makes you bleed out from internally. Antidotes to venom are mono or polyclonal antibodies that target specific proteins delivered through a snake bite. Artists used this connection with monoclonal antibodies to argue that because monoclonal antibodies are an effective treatment for COVID and snake venom, that COVID, whether caused by a beta beta coronavirus or not, is tied to the toxic agents in poisonous snakes. But that's not entirely correct because... Monoclonal antibodies are specific synthesized proteins that can bind to one of a myriad of different targets, including active proteins in snake venom. So, yeah, and like you, we you saying, didn't highlight that right before, but it said artist told Stewart monoclonal antibodies are anti venom. That's his claim. That's his claim. So, <laughs> so this, this, it's right here. It says, um, uh, right here. So, anti venom is a monoclonal antibody. But not all monoclonal antibodies are anti-venom. That's the statement, right? So that's the problem, ultimately, is that there's these, like, pieces that work. Exactly. But uh, isn't that how propaganda works, though? Yes. So this is is why I'm, like, questioning this stuff and why you should question it. 
there is always these half truths. Like we've seen, we've talked about this with the Democratic Party. Yeah. There's always these things that they they title things right, they say things, and there's enough there to make people go, yeah, you're right. But at the at the that's surface level. There's so many other things that tie in as well that they're not discussing. You know what I'm saying? What he's saying is all surface level to me. He's yeah. making like very vague, bold statements. I, I, I don't really understand why people are grasping onto this this hard. I think it's worth looking at, man. I think it's absolutely worth looking at. I think we can start investigating it and figuring out what the case is. But I know why people are latching onto this. It provides answers. It provides, well, it closes the loop on things that people are wondering about. They're looking for truth in a time of this disinformation war. Yes. And they're being fed an answer. Yeah, and so they're saying, this makes sense. This is an answer to me. Okay, let's go with it. But it's not the only answer, and it might not be the right answer. It so, might not be an answer at all. No, that yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to get at, right? Yeah. Is that like, just because it's the first thing that makes some sense to you or has some connections to you does not mean it's the right one. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> after all this time, I would think and hope that at this point, we've got to a situation where we can go, okay, this is one thing that we can look at, and this is one thing that we can kind of investigate, but it's, that doesn't mean it's right. Yeah. And there's more to do. Well, and so like with the whole Q movement thing, um, the one part that I did like about it is there was a post in there that said, we are the news now, mm-hmm. or you are the news now. Use it carefully. Use discernment, which means think, mm-hmm. dig, question who, what, where, when, why, how. Like investigate. Don't just accept because when you just accept shit, that's how we got into this mess. Yeah. That's how we got into this fucking pandemic. We just accepted it. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but it leads to shit like this. Okay. Now, this is a tweet from Right Wing Watch. And they're going to use this uh, interview documentary as a means to smear truthers. And this is, these are some examples that I want to show you. Here's two tweets that are coming out. So you have Right Wing Watch. Conspiracy theorists, stoop eaters, and Brian Artis allege that COVID-19 is actually a synthesized form of snake venom that is being spread via drinking water and vaccines as a part of a plot by the Catholic Church to turn everyone into a, quote, hybrid of Satan. And then you have this, this little clip here that I want you guys to listen to, okay? Here we go. Does it have a Latin definition or a definition at all? So I actually looked up what's the definition. And on dictionary.com, it brings up 13 definitions. Corona, religiously, ecclesiastically, means gold ribbon at the base of a miter. And I didn't know what a miter was. So I copied it and pasted it and then hit images. The Pope so this has a miter. actually could read the Pope's venom pandemic. It also can read crown. Corona means crown also in Latin terms. Corona means crown. Visually, we see kings represented with a crown symbol. So put that together for me. King. Cobra. Venom. It actually could read King Cobra Venom pandemic. I've said this for about a year now that I actually believe this is more of a religious war on the entire world. If I was going to do something incredibly evil, 
How ironic would it be that the Catholic Church or whoever would use the one symbol of an animal that represents evil in all religion, which is either the snake or the dragon, which is actually just a snake with legs. You take that snake or that serpent and you figure out how to isolate genes from that serpent and get those genes of that serpent to insert itself into your God-given created DNA? I think this is the plan all along. Okay. So you get clips like that, okay? And now when when people see that, a lot of people said, hey, listen, I'm just a, a normal Joe Schmo, but when he started talking about how this is a big Jesus thing, a church thing, and he wants they want to get the snake blood into you because he represents the sa- the serpent and you know they want a devil and alicia that's what lost a lot of people too but do you see how he delivers his statements like this where he's very smug he's very like and his voice does crack like he's going through puberty a little bit i'm just gonna <laughs> but anyway that was one tweet here is the next one okay ben collins all right Ben Collins, Satan's DNA is trending because a YouTube, quote, documentary named after a QAnon catchphrase, watch the water, is blowing up among anti-vaxxers. The documentary claims snake venom and magnets were put in COVID vaccine to give us Satan's DNA. It is even more insane than usual. All right, now here's a 39-second clip. Speeds to those nanoparticle hardware drills surrounding the mRNA of snake venom. And it made it even more stable. Notice it made it last too. longer. It made it easier to get inside of your cells. You know what dynabeads are? Magnetic metal nanoparticles. And then it shows the nanoparticles and then a clips of people sticking the metal to their arms. Oh boy, I'm magnetic now. Magnetized skin. The beads. Okay. Now this is fucking weird. Actually added. So it is weird how shit sticks to people. Is it because of these nano beads? Maybe. But let's just say maybe. Like you're saying. Because now, because how this was whole this whole video was edited, it makes it look like this is why people were magnetized. (laughs) These nano beads. And you get people like Blue Check Ben Collins, Blue Check Right Wing Watch, talking shit about conspiracy theories. You get bans now. You can't have Watch the Water on your post because that's a Q phrase. So what does this do? It produces more... uh, What's the word? I just had a big brain for it. But blockage, right? They're going to block you. Suppression. Mm Mm-hmm. They're going to suppress your speech. They're going to block you. They're going to ban your channels. They're going to deem you as a domestic terrorist. I just feel like there's a way, you know, there's a way to have discussion and and have open discussion about the things that are all possible. And you're right. He comes across to me very smug. Um, like he knows, and that's not a terrible trait, that he feels comfortable with what he's saying. Right. But, the, the, you know, with this whole thing, like, <clears throat> one of my, my critiques with Q was, um, and you kind of said this too, dates and times and meanings behind things are so subjective. 
That's up to the people interpreting it, though. Exactly. But and it's also... That it, was our fault. That's everybody's fault. No, 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 right? no. But what I'm saying is, is like, it's also about what time are you in? Okay? Because watch the water. Exactly. A year and a half ago had a totally different meaning, people. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We were... I remember briefly, like, uh, if I could be a little off, but I remember talking about watch the water a little bit. We were talking about the boats, the fucking medical boats. And, mm. you know, keep your eye on this shit. And, yeah. You know, but that's what I'm saying. When you have a phrase like wash the water, what does that mean? Well, what Q does is doesn't give you distinct. He lets you dig on it. That's what the whole premise was, right? You can kind of explore what this all means. Yeah. The problem is, is that changes every month. You know, what if, uh, you know, there is a, a, a battle in the oceans, you know, between something Ukraine and Russia and they're battling or something. Who knows? Then you could easily say, well, wash the water. This means something. It's got to mean something, but it's such an open-ended, vague phrase. Well, yeah, every every time Dan Scavino tweets a wave, people are going, oh, watch the water. But what does that mean? It, it doesn't mean what anything. What are you fucking, like, It okay. means what you want it to and what you think it means, and that's that's fine. And and again, I want to be very clear that I don't, I don't dislike the fact that this man is coming out and making statements. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people make statements. We make statements, but we never try, at least I should say, Almost always do we try to not make it a guarantee. We always make sure that we say, we don't know. This is what we think. It's a possibility, but we don't know. For sure. And so it's good to have him say what he thinks. It's good to open that dialogue, and it's good to kind of explore what he's talking about, some of which is accurate, some of which is probably a reach in a lot of ways. Yeah. But we shouldn't shut him down. But I'm well, saying also don't just jump on the ship either and be like, this is my home now. Like, exactly. It, there's more to this. There, COVID isn't, you said it yourself, COVID is worldwide, bro, now. There are so many fucking, because if you're saying that this is water, for example, and these are the water areas and the reservoirs in the United States, now you got to start talking about in the world. You're going to, you have to literally say that if this was all water-based, the entire world was able to infect the waters of their community. Well, the entire world shut down. Mm-hmm. So the leaders were impactful. Sure. But you're talking about municipal water facility, mm-hmm. you know, coordinating down to that level. Would it be that hard? Maybe not, depending on who's in charge and how much sway you got and how many people you got working under you yeah. in every single country in this world. But one of these things that they refuse to talk about Dr. Artis and, and Stu Peters, and um, I've heard other people talk about this as well, is that this this enzyme, there's this one enzyme that's called SPLA2. And it's actually very important in our bodies because it actually is natural within our body at very low levels. But they're, they're trying to say that this protein is what causes the, uh, the infection. Okay, it's it's the uh, the study that came out saying that a snake bite or snake venom causes an increase in this enzyme. COVID patients after remdesivir who die have an increase in this enzyme. Therefore, snake venom. That's what COVID is. No, that's it's not what COVID is. And so, like you gotta you gotta look at why is this SPLA2 enzyme hyperactive? Why is it being produced in your body at such levels that are, are ungodly? Like they're 20 times of what they should be normally. So what is causing that? 
Is it snake venom? Could be. Or you have this person on uh, Telegram, Ashley Everly, tox- toxologist, I guess. Um, toxicologist. Or toxicologist. So she's saying that they are omitting this fact, leading people to believe that this is an enzyme that is not naturally present in the body. And that is rather developed from snake venom and put into our bodies without our consent. This natural enzyme is elevated in patients who have chronic illnesses like atherosclerosis, that was a little, or cardiovascular disease and cancer. Who is at the greatest risk of dying of the vid, the COVID, those who are chronically ill? This enzyme, SPLA2, is actually very important, beneficial, and critical for our immune system to the function proper or for our immune system to function properly and helps kill pathogenic bacteria. This enzyme is called the shredder bacteria or the shredder enzyme because it helps tear apart cellular membranes of pathogens and dead cells and all that stuff, cellular, cellular debris. Uh, she goes on to say, makes sense why it would be elevated in people with chronic illness, chronic pathogenic infections, chronic toxicity, because you're in chronic inflammation. Inflammation causes this thing to rise. Expression of this enzyme. So this is what I was telling you. Like, why is this expressed? Expressed means increased. Expression of this enzyme is upregulated, meaning it's, it's being pumped out when a patient starts to suffer a cytokine storm. Cytokine storms happen when the innate immune system is responsible too strongly are responding too strongly and cannot trigger the adaptive immune system response to initiate. SPLA2 helps coordinate and connect the innate and adaptive immune systems and innate or and initiate an adaptive response. And so this particular enzyme can also be used to measure or, uh, like a biomarker for sepsis. So why do hospital patients die of more or what do you yeah, about anyway? That's what Done reading. just had, man. Sepsis. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to look but at... But it's, it's the top comment that she quoted on that one there. Uh, the top uh, paragraph. They did not share proof. They shared coincidences. Yeah. it's Misinterpretations it's, of research and actually lied by omission. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. The whole truth. Okay. That's what I'm saying. You can have a conversation and be untruthful and still be rather truth, truthful. Mm-hmm. Just by leaving out all the good stuff, scratching the surface across the entire board. Um, so I, what I don't want from this conversation is to like, I'm not trying to attack neither of these gentlemen. Okay. As a whole, it's a good conversation to have. Well, but, they should be reprimanded. I mean, you should tell the whole truth and don't pretend like you know what you're talking about. Like, but, but don't say fair, it's the answer. Yeah, but to be fair, they're not the only ones that do this. It's, oh, for sure. It's everywhere. For sure. Um, but my, I'm just like, man, like this doesn't help the cause. Like, again, it's all about the way you say it. Yep. Hey, Stu, you run the show, okay? You have to do a better job on asking questions and making sure that you're giving all the information that you're aware of. Not just the ones that fit in the conversation that you're having. Mm -hmm. And some people don't like that. You know, they want people to agree with each other. They want to feel like they're validated in their beliefs that things are weirder than they are. And there's some truth to that as well. But what I'm saying is, is like, it's okay to, if he was to come out and be like, but sir, you're not, you're also not saying 
that this is something that we naturally produce. You're not saying that this is this. You're- well, and that's that's what I was uh, I was saying is I've seen earlier Stu Peters shows where he does kind of push back on his guests, and he'll be like, "Well, you said this earlier. What did you mean by that? And how do you know it's not this, this, and this? Why was he so just nonchalant, like you were saying in the beginning of this episode that he was a yes man? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, yeah, oh yes, yes." Everything, everything that you said is true. Yes, I can't believe this. Points to a piece of paper. Snake bites. <laughs> I can't believe this. Right? It's like where, who, what, when, what about? But by saying like I can't believe this, you're you're giving it some legs that it may not have. Yeah. Like man, I can't believe this is happening. That's insinuating that it's real, and you're in shock by reality. Mm-hmm. When he could have been like. It's a great theory. Makes sense in some aspects. Doesn't make sense at all, but it's a great theory. It's a good starting point. Like, let's be, I mean, come on, man. Let's like, let's not, let's not jump over the bridge over something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there are people online right now who are making videos because this, to them, this is a very religious thing. And they're like, this is, this is the sign that you know, God's coming. And, uh, you know, just got to pray a lot. And, and I'm all about it, man. Like pray, do you, um, you know, wherever you believe in, like, get you through it. But at the same time, like, I don't, I don't, I just don't know that this is the end right here. This is not like, yeah, I just, I can't, I can't get on that dude. I can't get on that. No. And you know, I, I did like the, the, um, the correlation of the snake venom type of response in your body. Right. I like digging on that, Yeah, but don't just say that that's what it is because we don't know. Well, there's just, there's a lot to it. Yeah. And you know, and I would really love to hear, you know, like this guy, like bring on, I mean, dude, they're, they're out there, bro. There's people that deal with snakes that know snake venom, that deal with animals. They know how every, all this stuff works. Like get yeah. that guy on. Yeah. And, and, and just if, get, if you're listening to this show. Yeah. Email us part of my American podcast at Gmail. Yeah. But I'm saying that would help validate you. Like, Hey, this is a person that is familiar with all different venoms. Yeah. Specialist. And he can attest to the fact that this is the same, but I don't see that. You know what I'm saying? And we, we did a quick search, uh, quick search, 10 minutes worth of digging. And it's just like, okay, well, you know, drinking snake venom is not the same as getting it injected into you. Yeah. Okay. So that kind of like calms the waters a tad. Yep. So I'm just saying like, it's good guys. It's good. To have uh, these discussions, it's good to talk about it, but like everything, us included, it should never be your only, okay? You should never take what we say as the answer. You should never take what Stu says as the answer or artist, Dr. Artist. I just, uh, you know, listen to it and go, okay, I get you. Good points. Mm -hmm. Dig on it some more yourself and then come to your own conclusion. That's what this is all about. Yeah, and before making something viral, just really take a step back and... Look into it a little bit because that's what happened is everybody jumps the gun. They want to be the first one to share it with their friends, share it with the family. You got to watch this. This is what's happening. Don't drink your water. Dump it out. Dump that. Yeah, there might be some crazy shit in your water. Don't know if it's necessarily. Well, I'm sure Bud Light's loving this. They're like, man, we've had an uptick in sales, man. Yeah. People are rather drink Bud Light. It's basically water. There you go. You got to drink Bud Light more than bottled water. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. You know, I don't know. I think most people have filters. You know, they're they're like, you're not just drinking tap water. Most people aren't just drinking tap water. No. 
So yeah. someone did mention in our Telegram chat, does a Berkey, does Berkey uh, filter remove that? Dude, what a selling point right there. Berkey's got to jump on this. I bet you it does. Yeah. Watch that. Watch that water. But trust the Berkey water. Okay. Yeah. Venom in your water. Berkey's got you. Yeah, we got you back. Berkey, hit us up. What am I a sponsor from you? There you go. Greg loves you. Love you. All right. Well, uh-huh. hey, love everybody else. So you guys, uh, pardonmyamerican.com. You can find shirts. You can find merch. You can find mugs, all that good stuff. Also, subscribe, download, and rate the show. Yeah. Go it check out Aura. Go check out lucy.co. Put in those pardons. Get some extra stuff. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Good do, stuff. Do it. Raise your glasses. Great uh. conversation. Uh, guys, dig away. Have fun with it. Yes, alrighty. Until next time, sa-o-na-ro. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.